Hello, 49er fans, and welcome to the latest edition of the 49ers Paradise Podcast. Thank you all once again for tuning in. This week's podcast is unsponsored. If you're interested in sponsoring a 49ers Paradise Podcast, it's very easy to do so. Just drop me an email at podcast at 49ersparadise.cjb.net, and I'll be happy to work out a deal with you to access a very targeted audience. Once again, that's podcast at 49ersparadise.cjb.net, and you can sponsor your own show. All right, folks, that brings us to the start of this week's program. I do want to mention a site feature off the top of the show, and that's uh, send a 49ers e-card with the draft coming up. It's a great way to, you know, get get the 49er flowing back in our blood, and uh, you can send your friends, family cards directly from 49ers Paradise. There's a link, of course, in the navigation menu under the miscellaneous section, or on the very bottom of the main page, there's a little blurb about sending e-cards. They're just like the cards on other websites like Hallmark or 123greetings.com, and uh, of course they're a little more 49er specific, but we have the typical birthday and Valentine's and, uh, you know, more mushy quote-unquote cards as well too for those of you uh, men who want to do something a little special for your significant others during football season when Sundays are not revolved around the television show. So that's uh, this week's site feature. Uh, This week's questions come from Will in California. He actually asked a a number of good questions, so I'm going to just work with Will's questions for this week. And the first one is, how will Alex Smith play next year with all the changes on offense, particularly with regards to Antonio Bryant, Brian Gilmore, Larry Allen, and Eric Johnson. Um, Obviously an issue that I've been talking about at uh, great lengths is that if we can protect Alex Smith, there's a better chance of having some production on offense. Last year, aside from it being Smith's rookie season, aside from him being injured, he had very, very little time to do anything at all. Um, On top of that, he didn't really have any weapons to work with, and that can also be attributed to the line if you really want to make it so. So I think Alex Smith will have a better season this year. I think that's almost without question. Um, certainly the help of the line, Larry Allen, you know, a few injured players coming back, possibly even Jeremy Newbery, um, could strengthen up that line to the point where it's formidable. And if that's the case, if he has, you know, three to four seconds to decide on plays or even longer, there's no reason why he can't succeed. Antonio Bryant is a at least equal to Brandon Lloyd, hopefully superior to, um, at the wide receiver position. And so I think that Smith should have a better complement of weapons. Eric Johnson is reportedly healthy, but I trust that about as far as I can throw Eric Johnson, um, or better yet, Larry Allen. So the issue there is that if Eric Johnson is healthy, he provides Smith with a threat for sure, but I don't think the team can stop there. I do think that Davis with the sixth round, sixth overall pick would be a fantastic addition for Smith, and I think it's certainly the way the Niners should be leaning right now, um, particularly if Mike Nolan wants to keep his job for some time, because I have a strong belief that his job is directly correlated to Alex Smith's production more so than the actual success of the team. And so if he can get Smith to be productive in the short term, he can hopefully get the team to be productive in the long term. And the only way to get Smith productive is to provide weapons and to protect him. The other question from Will is, uh, why do the Niners keep Kevin Barlow? He's a bad running back. 
Isn't Frank Gore a lot better? Why don't they just release Kevin Barlow? And um, it's a complex question in terms of the strategy structure, but if we throw strategy, sorry, not strategy, but salary structure, if we throw the salary to the side, um, I, I firmly do not believe Kevin Barlow is a bad running back. We're talking about a guy who put up 1,500 yards in a secondary role when working with Garrison Hurst. I think the way to utilize Barlow is the key to making him successful. He is a very good pass catcher out of the backfield, and he's very good at, at as a change of pace back. He's not as quick hitting the hole as Gore is, maybe not even as quick as Hicks is, but sometimes that extra bit of patience, particularly as a change of pace back, is a great way to catch a defense off guard. So I think Barlow in a secondary role gives the 49ers a very strong complement of running backs in their backfield. And I've mentioned before, and I'll reiterate, that I think it's very important for the team to rely heavily on a split backfield this year because both Barlow and Gore are assets in catching the ball of the backfield. They give Smith certainly very quick drop-down options in terms of finding the fifth, sixth receiver in his reads could be Barlow or Gore, and it also allows the team to run from a surprise formation and to provide Smith with a bit, little bit better blocking. I really think that the 49ers would be smart to run a wishbone set with their running backs this year a lot more often than, say, an eye or a single back set, even without Fred Beasley in the picture. So, that, of course, brings us to this week's news, and uh, this week's news is sort of all over the place. Rumors were flying um, about the 49ers, particularly there were rumors that the team might be interested in acquiring Javon Walker, the disgruntled receiver of the Green Bay Packers. Um, Walker, of course, had a pretty solid outing before getting injured and uh, before demanding more money from the Packers and uh, before getting called out by Brett Favre and uh, everything sort of snowballed from there so the real issue is is Walker a quality player are the 49ers interested in him um, I don't actually believe the 49ers are interested in him and I don't believe he would be interested in the 49ers mainly because I think he doesn't want to catch patch passes from a rookie quarterback I also think that he probably doesn't want to go to a losing team and that he wants to be in a starting role. And while the 49ers might be able to offer him a second starting position, I don't believe that they're going to offer him the position over Antonio Bryant. I think having those two personalities on the team, both of which are questionable Nolan character guys, quote-unquote, is probably not the best combination of players we could have at the position. And um, I think he's going to demand more money than he's worth coming off of an injury and with those attitude question marks. So I don't I don't think the 49ers are that interested in him, and I don't think he's that interested in the 49ers, to be perfectly honest. Um, there are, of course, other players that the team is rumored to be interested in. Uh, defensive end Demetric Evans and linebacker Rayo Nall-Smith are two players that uh, their names have certainly circulated through the media this year, and more recently of late. I don't think the 49ers are done with free agency, but I don't know if the Niners are going to react to either of these players Truth be told, I'm not sure either of them would sufficiently fill the void at on the defensive line and at linebacker for the team. I think the team might be more likely to wait until the draft and then after that till June 1st to see who becomes available and who they acquire uh, before they make further moves like this in free agency simply because 
There, it's mediocre talent out there, and the mediocre talent is getting paid better than mediocre level. So I don't know how many more moves the team will be making in free agency, but I don't see them jumping on uh, any of these players. Certainly they've shown with Larry Allen that when they want a player, they go out and they get that player really quickly without any hesitation. So that being said, what else is new in 49erland? Well, today, well, actually yesterday, John York met with three different architectural firms um, regarding a stadium for the 49ers. This is one of the first public um, stadium developments that has come through the team in a very long time. So certainly it's a positive thing for the team, and certainly we're looking forward to hearing what comes out of those meetings. A stadium, in my opinion, is still uh, very far off in the 49ers' future, unfortunately. Um, but at least there is some sort of action going on here. Also happening this week is that the 49ers re-signed Terry Jones, the tight end fifth-year veteran to the club. Uh, Jones will serve probably in a backup role to Eric Johnson and whoever else the 49ers bring in at the tight end position this offseason. He's uh, a decent veteran who was with the club last year for a bit towards the end of the season. And uh, basically, he'll compete for a spot. I don't... Uh, I don't know how strong a tight end Jones is going to be, but given that the 49ers have such unsettlement at the position, it's uh, quite likely that he may figure into the 49ers' plans. His ties to Nolan from the Baltimore Ravens will certainly figure into the issue as well. So the 49ers basically are looking to move away from Steve Bush and Trent Smith towards either Billy Bajma, Terry Jones, whoever else they draft. Uh, to fill into the tight end position. And um, that basically brings us to this week's injury reports, and finally we're getting some updates from the 49ers as they've begun their spring training, basically. Um, what we have is that Mike Rumpf has returned to the field. He's participating in the off-season conditioning, and uh, no ill effects of his foot injury, apparently. Eric Johnson is back on the field and contributing at tight end also uh, for the off-season conditioning program. Rashawn Woods, the team's wide receiver, is back on the field. He had a thumb injury, for those of you who remember. And uh, Derek Hamilton, who was injured last season, put on the IR. The team's kind of third receiver. I don't really know how you uh, number off our receivers these days, but Derek Hamilton is still out with his knee injury, and uh, it's certainly been a while for him. So that's a quick r rundown on uh, the injury story, and uh, basically on the 49ers happenings this week, certainly the draft is uh, just around the corner, and uh, things are starting to heat up around the 49ers, and I really appreciate everyone tuning in this week. A reminder that uh, you can call in to the 49ers Paradise Podcast show from San Francisco or from many places in the United States. There are local calling numbers. It's a two-step dialing process from San Fran. You dial... 415-354-1083. Press 1 when prompted, then dial 1-747-628-7149 in the number sign. All the numbers are available on the 49ers Paradise Podcast site, and there's a ton of information in terms of other ways to contact the show as well. So I want to thank whoever tried to call in this week, but for some reason didn't speak into the phone because their voice didn't come through the system. But keep trying, keep calling in. I'm hoping to put together something a little bit special for next week's show. And uh, thank you all for listening. Until next week, let's have a good one.
days of the 49ers had only just begun.